Kufyud Amud Aleph on the bottom line, in the middle of the line, Boyerava. I put a diamond around that Boyerava. If we flip the page on the sixth line, the last two words are Boyerava, that gets a diamond. And about seven, eight lines later, the last two words on the line are Boyerava, that also gets a diamond. Three questions Rava's going to ask. Here's the first Boyerava. Let's say uh, you have this fellow who wants to return uh, the Gezel and there's a Mishmar that serves this week and a Mishmar that serves the next week. Ein boy le Mishmaris Yeho Yariv. There's um, not enough. Let's say the thing is worth, I don't know, 400 prutas. There are 500 Kohanim in serving Yeho Yariv. The Yesh boy le Mishmaris Yedaya. But the Mishmaris that serves the next week, that says only 300 Kohanim. So there would be a prutas worth for each one. Mahu, what do we say? Well, Let's get a little bit of clarity here. Hey, Chidami, what exactly is the case? Ilamif, what we're asking is, Diyahave le Yedaya, Bemishmeris Yedaya. If he's giving the uh, thing of value, it has to return because the convert he stole it from is dead. And it's the Mishmeris of Yedaya during the week of Yedaya. Um, hmm, ha, Zahu, bay. Well, that works. What's the question then? Low, so that's not the issue. The issue is He gives it to the Yedaya people, but it's Yehoyarev's weak my. What do we say there? Me do we say He gave it back to the family of Kohana, but it wasn't their weak, and therefore that's not considered giving it back. It doesn't work at all, Odilm, or maybe. Since it's really not fitting for the Mishma that's serving this week because there's too many people who are serving. It wouldn't be a pruta's worth for each one of them. Maybe it really is uh, like Shayat to Yedai, even though they're not serving this week. That's the question. Teku, the issue remains unresolved. Another question Rava had. Boy, Rava. Kohanim, keneged So uh, imagine you had a few people bringing in um, things because they had stolen from a convert, and the convert died, and now they're bringing the uh, things. And let's say they're splitting up a number of different things, uh, not necessarily even uh, cash, but let's say uh, someone brought back pencil sharpeners, and another person brought back, let's say, pens, and you prefer two pens or two pencil sharpeners as opposed to one of each. So what do we say? Colon. Do we say, when the Pasuk uses the term Asham, that's a quote directly from the Pasuk, Asham Kari Rachmana, just like when it comes to Korban Asham, Ma Asham, Ein Cholken Asham, Keneged Asham, you, you can't split one for another, like every Kohen has to get a little bit of it. Af Gezel Hager, so too, the uh, thing that was being returned because something had been stolen from the uh, convert, Ein Cholken, Gezel Hager, Keneged Gezel Hager, you would not be able to that, and it wouldn't work, it wouldn't be effective. O Dilma, or maybe Gezel Hager, when you're, it's not really a carbon. it's actually Mamainahu, it's like the uh, the assets or the mammon of the, of the Kohen, and therefore, like, what does it make if you get a dollar from this pile and a dollar from that pile, if at the end of the day you're getting two dollars, either way, it works. So Hadar Pashta, uh, Rav had asked this, he then uh, answers it, Asham Kari Rachmana, the Torah refers to it as an Asham, and therefore it's only, uh, you could not have, uh, let's say, Kohen number one, taking uh, two portions of uh, one uh, return that was brought back by a person who stole from a Ger, and another Kohen 
taking two parts from the other person. Each Kohen has to get a little bit. Semicolon. Ravach Abrei Rava Masni La Behedya. He has the teaching, not as a question and answer, but just as outright statement. Sort of like uh, version two. Amarava, Kohanim. Ain Hulkin, Gezlager. Can I get Gezlager? They can't uh, trade. My time, why is that? Because the Pasuk refers to it as Asham. It's actually like money returning, but it refers to Asham, which is almost like a, a Karban like Kari Rachmana, and therefore just like a Karban. It doesn't work so too with the Gezlager. Boi Rava, the third question that Rava uh, asks Kohanim, Gezlager, Yorshin Havu, O Makable Matanos Havu. When the Kohen gets. Uh, this thing that's being brought by persons, so from a convert, and the convert died. Are they viewed as though they are inheriting it, or as though they're receiving it as a gift? Okay, well, asks the Gemara, as you would assume it with a minafkamina, what difference does it make? Well, here's a nafkamina case. Kegain shegazal chametz ve'avaralavach Imagine if you have a person who stole from a convert a box of Ritz crackers the week before Passover. Passover came and went, and the week after Passover, the ger died. What do we say? Colon. E, I squiggle under the word E, and a line later is another word, V, E, I squiggle under line that. E, Amris, Yorshin Havu, if you want to view the Kohanim as, so to speak, heirs of this, uh, we'll call it almost like spiritual heirs, but viewed as like heirs of Yorshin Havu, Hainu, Hai, De, Yarsi Maris. Then it would be uh, this Yerusha is falling to them, and it's here, like here it is. There's that box of Ritz crackers because it's like the Gare was alive. The Gazel would be able to come with the box of Ritz crackers and say, "Well, here it is." On the other hand, Ve Amris, if you want to view <coughs> the Kohanim in this case, Mikabli Matanas Havu, as though they're receiving it as a like a gift, well. You have to give something, and by, by definition, giving something has to something of value. If you're giving me a box of rich crackers, that's Osir Bahano, because it was owned by a Jew from before Pesach, and now it's after Pesach. Kama connector to Afra Bahamu, it's basically like getting a, like a pile of dirt. Okay, um, that are, that's the two ways of uh, looking at it. Rav Zeira, who I underlined, Bo'yehachi. He has the question a slightly different way. This is the way he asks the question. Even if you want to say, that the kaihanim who receive, that which a person has stolen from a ger and the ger died and he has to return his forgiveness to the kohanim, if they're considered, that's not even our question. That's that's what the Torah says. Has to be given. Where's the question? Slightly different type of question. Imagine if you have the Kohen and he had uh, it came in, it came into his possession. Eser Ger. So I don't know. Someone had stolen from a convert ten newly born animals, and uh, then convert dies, and these ten newly born animals end up. But uh, Bob Cohen has got them. So what's the question? Does he have the requirement to separate, you know, with newborn um, animals like uh, cows and sheep? Uh, one, you take all the newborn ones from the year and one out of every 10 becomes Meister Behemoth. Now, does this fellow who just got 10 of these animals have to separate one out of the 10 and like take a Jewish lion? Maybe they're in Jewish lion already and then it would be like a Meister animal or not. Colon. And that's the um, distinction whether they're Yorshin or they're Mikavla Matana. If Yorshin Havu, if the Kohanim are viewed as 
heirs, so to speak, of this deceased convert. The Amar Mar, and we know the famous uh, teaching, Kanu Betvises Habayis, and therefore Chayavin, that the, like, the, if somebody acquires something, a, a state of the family, but before it's divided, then they, yes, are Chayiv, just like uh, if somebody in the family got a bunch of animals that had not yet been tithed, they would have to tithe it. Odilmar, maybe Makana Matanas Havu, Makabli Matanas Havu, they're viewed as uh, those who are receiving a gift. Vitznan, what do we know about that? Put the uh, following line plus a word, uh, box it off, it's a Mishnah. Um, Somebody who purchases or has given to him a bunch of newly born animals would actually be Potter, not Chayiv, uh, not responsible for the Meiser Behema. So, what do we say about this Cohen who received, because uh, of Gezel Aguer, uh, 10 uh, newborn animals that had not uh, yet had a uh, Meiser taken from them? So, my. Tashman, this is quite a mucker that we're going to bring. It's the famous snake source listing off the 24 uh, biblical gifts that the Kohanim, the priests, are um, entitled to. And uh, actually, the last one on the list, number 24, is going to be our Gezel Aguer. But let's go through the whole list now. Tashma. This uh, Tanaic source starts here, and it goes down, oh, about 10 lines, till first word on line is Upidjoin. Near the end of that line, it, it ends. So let's see this Tanaic source. Esrim Va'arba, Matnois, Kahuna Nitnoi, double another Matnois. There's 24 gifts that the Kaihanim uh, were given. Nitnu to Aaron. Ubanov, Aaron, and his sons, and all future generations. Kohanim, Vekula, Nitnu, and all of them were given. Beklal, Uprat, Uklal. That's referring to in Sefer Midbar, Perak Yudches, when it introduces all of the, they're actually all listed off, when it introduces the, um, the 18 gifts, it says a general term. Lechol, Kodshibine Yisrael, Lecha, Nesatim, Mishcha. And that's a general term. And then it goes and lists off. It spends like another 10 psukim from Pasuk uh, Tes all the way to Pasuk Yud Ches and lists off each one of them individually. And then it has a more general term at in Pasuk Yud Tes at the end when it says V'chol Chumas HaKadashim and um, the Pasuk itself there uses the term Bris Melach Oilam. So all of them have Klal Pratu Klal and this eternal salt covenant. Um, excuse me, anyone who fulfills them uh, by giving the Kohen, the Kohen all these different things. It's as though he's fulfilled every Klal Pat Klal and uh, covenant of salt. Anyone who violates him, it's as though he's violated every Klal Pat Klal and Bris Melach. Okay, let's just hear the list now. Here they are. There's three categories. Um, Eser, Bimik, that's just 10 of them that are, are to, uh, we'll, we'll categorize them as being in the Mikdash, like in the Azara. Uh, Arba Yerushalayim is another four which are uh, within the walls of Yerushalayim. And there's a final 10, Eser, Bikvulin, that are uh, elsewhere. Uh, and that was outside of Yerushalayim and other places. And here they are, colon, Eser, B'mikdash, I squiggle it on Eser, B'mikdash, the 10, Matnas Kahuna, the 10 things that Kohanim are entitled to as Kohanim in the Mikdash. Number one, uh, whatever uh, meat there is from a korban chatas behema, an animal korban chatas, the Kohen gets the meat, chatas ha'oif, 
a Kohen gets the meat. Um, number three, Asham Vadai. There's five categories of Asham Vadai. Asham Gzeilois, Mi'iloi, Shepcha Harufa, Nazar, Mitzayra. Um, they're all considered one category. That's a person who brings a, 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 an Asham because they know why they're bringing it. Kohen gets the meat. Um, Asham Talui is another type of Korban Asham, but that's where the person is not sure if he violated something, that if he knew for sure he did, he'd have to bring a korban uh, chatas, but he brings the asham talu, which kinds of leaves it, uh, leaves it, takes care of it in the interim. That's the fourth, the kohen gets the meat from that. Uh, the fifth is zivchei shalmei tzibor, the uh, korbanos, like let's say the uh, the, the kivseat seris on uh, shvuas, you have the uh, sheep that are offered as a shlamim, the kohen gets the meat from that. Number six on the list is the log shemen shel mitzayra. Part of the mitzayra process is there's a little as a log of oil, a certain measure of oil, and there's leftovers. The kohen gets that leftover oil. Number seven is the mosar ha'omer. What's left over from the minchas ha'omer that is uh, offered um, the shirayim, so to speak, that goes to the kohen. The shte halechem is the um, on shvuas. There's a uh, special uh, offering. The kohanim get that. The Lechem HaPanim is every Saturday afternoon. The last week's Lechem HaPanim is taken out and a new fresh baked 12 loaves are put in. Kong gets that. And finally, number 10 on our list is the Shiare Menachos, any uh, leftovers from a Korban Mincha, meaning a Korban Mincha, all that's offered from it is uh, a little part of it. The rest of the uh, of the flour or the uh, grain product would go to the Kohen. For Arba Yerushalayim, I squiggle on Arba Yerushalayim, there's four Matnas Kahuna. That the Kohanim are entitled to in Yerushalayim. Number one is the Bechaira. If you have a firstborn uh, um, animal that is blemish free, it's given to the Kohen and he can uh, shecht it uh, in the base of Migdash and uh, eat it anywhere in Yerushalayim. Bikurim are the uh, first uh, fruits. Uh, number three on this list is Hamuram Min Hatoda Ve'el Nazir, that which is separated out, specifically the chest and the front. Um, leg of the uh, uh, every korban toda, as well as since there's forty loaves, the kohen gets one out of each one of the ten uh, loaves. There's ten chalas, ten rikikin, ten chamas, ten revucha. The kohen gets one of each of those ten, as well as that which is murum from the ale nazir, which is quite similar. He gets the um, the front leg, and there's only four uh, twenty loaves there, so he gets one of each of the ten: one chalan, one rakik. Uh, number four on the list is ve'oyres kodshim. That's the um, leather skins, basically, of any of these animals, like uh, the ola or the chatas or the um, asha of the those uh, korbanas. The kodshay kalim skins actually go to the uh, person who brought it. The next and last list is asar shabigvulin. I squiggle on asar shabigvulin. Here's the ten matnis kahuna that are uh, uh, outside of the uh, Yerushalayim, basically uh, outside, anywhere else. Uh, number one is Truma, the first 2% of anything that grows in Eretz Yisrael goes to the Kohen. Number two is Truma's Meiser, after the Levi gets his Meiser Risha, and he turns around and takes 10% of that, and that's Truma's Meiser. Number three is Chala, a little bit of the, uh, the dough of a certain size is being processed. The part of it is uh, separated out and given to the Kohen. Number four is Rishon says that the first shearings of the uh, sheep. Number five is the matnas, that's the uh, zroa, the lechayim, and the keba, the uh, front arm, the um, cheek area, and the stomach of the animal that's uh, the kohanim are entitled to it, of any animal that's shechted um, to be eaten. Upijan haben, they get the uh, the rights of the money of redeeming the firstborn 
son. Upinim Petrachamor, if you have the uh, firstborn um, donkey, they get that. They stay Achuza, they're also entitled to. If you have a person who was Makdish, his ancestral field, and he uh, didn't redeem it, so the temple treasurer uh, sells it. And when the person who bought it uh, come along the Jubilee year, he has to return it, so that gets uh, split amongst the Kohanim. Stay uh, Charamim is similar to uh, when you're Makdish, just your Machramit. Um, the Kohanim get it. And finally, yes, number 24 on the list, or number 10 on our list, or the one we've been looking for, the Gezel Hager. If you have something, it's also called a Matana. Um, so if it was given to the Kohen of the Mishra outside of the Yushalayim, it's going to be, you'd say, that's the end of the take source. Why do we bring this whole thing in? Because we had asked, is it considered, uh, they considered um, Yorshim, or are they considered uh, Makabu Matana, the Kakari, the uh, pretty clear here, the Gemara notes, the Kakari Miha Matana, the uh, Tanakh source, the long one that we had just finished, the one that started, called the Matana Shmamina, that Kohanim are considered Makabu Matana Savu Shmamina. The Mishnah said, Nasas a Kesavan She Mishmar, etc. Amar Abaye, circle the Baye, Shmamina, Kesef, Mechaper, Mechsa. We have to say that when what's being brought back is the animal and the money, that the money, there's a partial kapar that comes through it. Deilo, because if not, or Deilo Mechaper, if the money also wasn't part of the kapar that the person gets for returning it, the Gezlager, Havamina would have thought, Mahadr Leorshin, that actually it should go back to his um, heirs. My taima, why is that? Because Adaita Dahachi lo Yoivle, the Goslin didn't give the money for it not to get a kapara for him, and if in the end he he uh, he pops off, in other words, he uh, dies and hasn't brought the korban and doesn't get any kapara for the money, then the money should be returned to his heirs. It must be that the money itself gets a partial kapara. Ah, yeah, let me ask. I put a triangle around this word, Ella, two lines later, almost directly underneath, I put another triangle around the next word, Ella, and two lines below that, almost directly underneath, there's another Ella, I put a triangle around that. The word is three questions now on this, that if what we're saying is um, that if someone starts a process and then they die, that the people who would inherit from them are entitled to get that item or the, the value back, um, then Elamiat, if that's the case, then if you have a chatas, a carbon that was separated out uh, for a person to bring as a korban chatas, however, shemesu baleha, the... Um, the owner of this, or the person who, who had separated out and paid for it, had died, uh, that animal, now we know it has to basically be put in room and, uh, until it dies, but why? Why should that be? Tepeklachul and let it just go out and lose its kodesh talis. When the person was alive and he was mafrashit, it wasn't, you know, with, it, it intentionally was going to die before it had a chance to mafrashit, so why don't you just say it goes to chulen? Amri, well, this is just because it's one of those things that just is, uh, that carbon uh, chatas that the owner of it uh, drops dead before it has a chance to process it. Hilchas is actually a halakha which may sinai to lemisa asla. It's like it, it's almost like don't ask questions because it might not make sense with the logic that we are familiar with. But uh, that which it has to be uh, uh, die is uh, just the way it is. Elamiata. A second question. How about this? A korban asham, a regular asham, shemesu ba'alav, that the uh, person who was going to bring it uh, died before the chance to bring it. 
And um, what do we know? We know we have to let it graze until it develops a mum and then sell it. Well, why? Why not let it go Let it go lechulan because the person who was mafreshit, he didn't separate it out before he died so that it wouldn't cover it. He separated it out because he needs to bring a carbon. But if he never brought it as a carbon, so it doesn't lose his kedusha. So the Quran answers no Ashram Nami, Hilchasa Gamirila, Salachalamashmi Sinai, that Kosha Bachatas Mesa. Whenever you have the parallel scenario, if it's a Korban Khatas, that the Korban Khatas has to be uh put that has to uh, die, be ashram raya. Then in the parallel Korban Ashram case, you would have it graze until it develops a mum and uh, then sell it and the money would go as uh Ketsmis Bayach Ola. Aye, how about this case though? Ella Meata Yivama. Imagine if you have a woman, she was married, her husband dies, there's no children. The surviving brother of her husband is this disgusting, boil-filled uh, individual, and, uh, hmm, we should let her go free without any chalitza ceremony. Why? She didn't, like, originally agree to get married to her husband. Who's now dead? But she didn't really agree to it. If she like, she would have known that that, like, that this guy she have to be like the uh, the wife of a mukashrin for the rest of her life. Well, no, there too. The reason why we say she can't just go free hasam anan sahadi. We can testify to the fact that, in other words, we're assuming the typical person in this type of situation demenach nichala bechol tohu, where she's fine. Um, in other words, her first husband, even if she knew that her first husband, like, you know, on the outside chance that he uh, might die in there childless, she'd have to go to his brother. She's fine with that because she wants to be with her husband. Why? Why would a woman live with a uh, husband who has a brother who's like so icky? The old saying, much better. Uh, the typical mind frame of a woman, better to dwell two bodies uh, as opposed to dwelling alone as a widow. In other words, the typical uh, normal woman would much rather be married than not, even if her uh, marriage is uh, less than ideal. Adkan.